Hey everyone, welcome to the Blessed Hope Podcast. I'm your host, JL, and today we're doing part three in our three-part series, Who I Am. So with that said, let's jump on into it. And with that said, yes, I am your host, JL. This is the Blessed Hope Podcast. If it is your first time listening, we are all about encouraging the believer as a Titus 2 approach, wanting just to, to get our eyes focused back on the Blessed Hope which is Jesus Christ, where we know it's we're in the ninth uh, round. We're in the, the bottom of the ninth. We're in the fourth quarter. We're on the 18th hole. We know things are getting rougher, but we know that as Christ has said and foretold, he is there. He has us in his hands. He's protecting us, and, and we're going through this, but he is there with us. And so as we wait for his uh, uh, amazing snatching away of us, it, it is a time for us to be able to keep our eyes and ears focused on him and doing what we can on earth while we are here. So with that, I just want to throw that out there. If you have been listening, that's great. That's awesome. Please continue to listen to us. This is part three in our three-part series, Who I Am. So with that, let's go jump into what Who I Am is all about in the part three series, because you might be wondering, well, you've already done Old Testament, you've done New Testament, where else are we going? And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. So with that, who I am, part three. Okay, so with all that stated, I am, I was really excited about doing this episode. And the reason why is I absolutely love the descriptions of God in the Old Testament. I love the descriptions of God in the New Testament. And yet, one thing that always just draws me is seeing believers talk about what they have in their own life. So, a lot of you might know, I asked a couple weeks ago, Christians threw out thing out to everyone asking, tell me something that you want other believers to know about Jesus in your own life that you found always important, or just words of encouragement about Jesus to other Christians. And you guys completely blew me away with the messages. I am so stoked, so stoked. Um, my, my wife had to sit and, and, and I, I had to read some of them to her and I was just so blown away and I'm so blessed to be able to have these. And where we're at the end of the episode, we are going to read them off. And I hope this is an encouragement to you as it was for me. Yet with that said, today's episode is all about seeing the evidence of Jesus, of who he is in the lives of Christians. And there, people have used different ways of being able to, to point that out, either through martyrdom or through their own work and their own legacy, or through uh, highlighting different scripture verses and, and whatnot. And we're going to do all that today. And today is a, it's a shorter episode, but man, is it going to be a powerful episode. But So I want to start with one of my favorite favorite quotes. And the quote is actually from C.S. Lewis, The Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe. Great book. If you haven't read it, that is an amazing book you should definitely read. And remember, we're just kind of describing who God is. Who is who is this Jesus that we have? And I love C.S. Lewis's interpretation here. It's just, it's great. So if, if you're kind of confused on the different characters, please go, don't watch the movies, read the book. Uh, yeah, but I digress. So let's jump into it. Aslan is a lion, the lion, the great lion. Oh, said Susan. I thought he was a man. Is he quite safe? 
I shall feel rather nervous about meeting a lion. Safe, said Mr. Beaver. Who said anything about being safe? Of course he isn't safe, but he's good. He's the king, I tell you. Okay, I, I, I've always loved that, especially that very ending of going, of course he's not safe, he's, but he's a king. He's the king, and he's a good king. I, oh, it, it has always just spoken to me as just remembering going, our Lord is more than just this loving God. He is the king of kings, the Lord of lords. He has got power. When I love the, the testimony of who he is by the enemy. Go read the Gospels and you see Jesus or the, 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 where he's telling demons to shut up. And he's like, hey, like, like be silent. And because they're immediately, they're crying out to going like, you are the son of the most high. You are God. And, and yet he's like, hey, this is, this is not my time. Quiet. This is not what, this is not what I'm doing right now. And, and, and then, then when like Peter gets out there and he says, you're the son of the living God. And he's like, the father revealed this to you. And then uh, it just, it, it speaks to me and, and I absolutely love it. And you get to see how much that, what God has done, what Jesus has done in the old Testament, the new Testament. Now you, you can see the impact he has had on the individual. And you might be wondering, well, how does that impact happen? Well, we can see that. So go to John chapter one, verses nine through 12. And we'll, we'll read from there. It goes, there was the true light, which coming into the world enlightens every man. He was in the world and the world was made through him and the world did not know him. He came to his own and those who were his own did not receive him. But as many as received him to them, he gave the right to become children of God, even to those who believe in his name. How cool is that? To be children of God. If you are saved right now, if you if you are born again, if you have done that 180 turn, you have asked for forgiveness, you've done the ABCs, you have walked, you have fleeing to him, what honor and glory he has bestowed on us to be his children. I mean, oh my goodness, the fact that he forgives me, JL, for all the garbage I have done, and yet he loves me still. Man, it's it's a humbling fact. I, I'm reminded, and I'm going off memory, Pilgrim's Progress. Pilgrim, he he's he's going up to the hill, and he's finally at the point where he's finally going to be saved, and he's got the burdens on his back, and he's at, at Calvary's Hill, and it finally he he comes to that realization: going, I need God, I I need Him, and that that burden falls off, and he just that that light and load, and I just remember that. At the foot of the cross, the crown is level, guys. No matter who we are, no matter what we've done, no matter everything, in the end, it's level, it's perfect. You want equality? The foot of the cross, that's equality. Being right there, knowing that we are, we have all sinned, yet he loves us all, and he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins if we confess and, 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 and flee to him. If we need to do that. So I, I would encourage you to do that. But how cool is that? So now as we read further... Remember, go back to this John going that he has made the people that we're going to be talking about. He has made them children of God. At the end of the, the, the episode, when we're talking, when I read all the, the different comments, remember, this is God has Jesus. God has given us this this wonderful, encouraging word. And so that's what we're going to do today. 
and we're going to see how the God of the Old Testament, God of the New Testament, is still the same God today. So we see how, like in Joshua, he strengthened and he he bestowed power um, on Moses. He he performed miracles through Paul, through Peter. Yeah, he throughout the entire Bible. It's just amazing miracles. And yet we see that God is that that same God is the same God we have now. And, and so there are a few martyrs that I, I, we, we are going to talk about. Not all of them are martyrs. as We just talked about C.S. Lewis who lived the legacy. But we have some martyrs. Um, you can't go anywhere without talking about Stefan. And, and just and the first martyr uh, talked about in Acts chapter 7. Just it, to be someone and with such authority and power and be able to talk right back to the Sanhedrin and tell them, you stiff-necked people, uh, you, you need to listen up. You messed up. Jesus Christ was it. And I, so I love this. So uh, it's Acts chapter 7. We're going to read verses 54 through 60. So follow along. Now, when they heard this, they were cut to the quick. Now, mind you, that is the Sanhedrin. So he's before them. They're kind of, they're doing their little court, kangaroo court kind of thing. And, and, and they're, they're doing, looking at him. And now, mind you, actually, I would not say this is a kangaroo court. I would actually say this is a legit court. He's found guilty. He's following Jesus. And if that's a crime, then glory be to God, he's guilty. Praise be to him. I hope I can be found to be guilty um, the same. And to, to hooey with what anyone says. We follow Christ to the end. I digress. Let's keep moving. <laughs> so back to verse 54. And they began gnashing their teeth at him. But being full of the Holy Spirit, he gazed intently into heaven and saw the glory of God. And Jesus standing up the right hand of God. And he said, Behold, I see the heavens opened up and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. We're going to pause right there. What encouragement. Knowing that our Father... Our, our Lord and Savior is standing at the right hand of God, intently looking, going, this is one of mine. This is one of mine. I have seen people who, when you look at them, you know they just need that Father to hold them. That might be you right now. That might be, there are many a times that has been me where I just needed my Father to hold me. And I am reminded in His Word that He does and he will hold us throughout eternity and be there for us and we can see that right here with what's going on verse 57 but they cried out with a loud voice and covered their ears and rushed at him with one impulse i can guarantee you he did not care that was the last thing on his mind was them rushing out of him being afraid and we're going to find out there's a reason and when they had driven him out to the city, they began stoning him. And the witnesses laid aside their robes at the feet of a young man named Saul, who later on would be Paul. Just going to throw that out there. But verse 59, they went on stoning Stephen as he called on the Lord and said, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then falling on his knees, he cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. Having said this, he fell asleep. He did not die. He fell asleep. Um, many people would say, well, he died. Well, the argument I would say is, no, he's not dead. His body has died. He has ceased to live on this planet. But he was very much alive. The Lord and his word and what it does in us is so breathtaking 
and, and, and but it's actually so much breath giving in, in just his word that he's given us. Go to Psalm chapter um, 119. We're going to read verses 161 through 168. Princes persecute me without cause. My heart stands in awe of your words. I rejoice at your word as one who finds great spoil. I hate and despise falsehood, but I love your law. Seven times a day I praise you because of your righteousness, your righteous ordinances. Those who love your law have a great peace and nothing causes them to stumble. I hope for your salvation, O Lord, and do your commandments. My soul keeps your testimonies and I love them exceedingly. I keep your precepts and your testimonies for all my ways are before you. That is what I think was going through him. Going, even though I'm being persecuted, my heart stands in awe of your words. I rejoice in your word. My soul keeps your testimonies and I love them exceedingly. How cool is that? Not only does this God stand, not only is Christ standing on the right hand of God, but his word, we have the capacity to have it as joy in us. How cool is that? These next individuals I want to talk about, they knew they stayed the course. They stayed the course. And what we're going to see here is that they actually, because of what they did, they helped start what would completely blow the world away with a, a revival that was coming. But before we get to these two individuals, I want to discuss how you can get a hold of us. And the Blessed Hope podcast, this is this is our last episode for this season. I will discuss what's going to happen at the end. But if you ever have a question, please feel free to reach out to us. And and so I, I really want you to know that like go get a pen and paper and pause the podcast if you need to write this stuff down. This is our contact info. So with that said, this is how you get a hold of us. If you got questions, concerns, comments, praises, prayer requests, or maybe you just want to talk, well, hey, shoot us an email. So with that said, this is how to do that. Remember, if you ever want to reach out to the Blessed Hope Podcast, you can. All you have to do is email the Blessed Hope Podcast at gmail.com, the Blessed Hope Podcast at gmail.com. This is your area to send us comments, concerns, questions, or maybe you just want to say hi. You can also follow us on Twitter for daily updates at John Luke T, at John Luke T. And with that said, let's get back to the episode. That is how to get a hold of us. Like I said, please, please, please get a hold of us if you have any questions or concerns. I do want to point out something. If you are looking for a church, one of the ministries that we have started to do is it's a church locating. And if you just moved to an area, maybe you just became a believer and you're looking for a church or whatnot, reach out to us. We want to help you find a community 
We want to help get you plugged into the correct church, to the correct. We don't want you to get you with wolves in sheep's clothing. We want to help you find it. So please, 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 please help us to help you by contacting us so that we can contact you and help locate wherever you are. And it's completely confidential. You tell us, hey, this is the zip code area that I live in. What do you got? And we will go, we'll, we'll do the search for you. Um, and then we'll lay out, hey, here are the top three picks. And then we will lay out what you should go and be asking them. And we'll go from there. And so I would encourage you, please, please, please reach out to us with that. But now with all that said, let's jump back into what we're discussing today. While the C.S. Lewis quote was one of my favorite quotes, this is also one of my favorite quotes. Uh, I would definitely put both these quotes in my top 10 favorite quotes of my life. And so this this next one was a, um, a Christian gentleman by the, the name of Latimer and Hugh Latimer. And he was a a Christian who refused to bend the knee to a tyrant, refused to bend the knee to the social, cultural um, norm. He refused to bend it. He would he would stay only true to the word and only true to what God was saying in his word. And so he he's punished for that. He He's burnt at the stake. But it's not just that, but it's also his friend Ridley. And these two are, they've been put to the stake. The, the, the fires are being kindled and they are uh, at the point, the fires are starting to, to burn. And he says this, now, mind you, remember Psalm 119 is what we just talked about. And, and yet remember this, this is what was said. And, and, and we're going to talk how this proves how that God is the God of throughout the ages in a second. But here's this. Oh, what we just saw right there is I have an update, but here we go. Here's this. Be of good comfort, Master Ridley, and play the man. We shall this day light such a candle by God's grace in England as shall never be put out. I'm going to read it one more time. Be of good comfort, Master Ridley, and play the man. We shall this day light such a candle by God's grace in England as shall never be put out. In modern folk terms, and in modern tongue, I guess is the best way to put it, that would be stated as stating, be of good cheer and know that, play the part. Know that it's it's all going to work out. Keep up the good work because it's going to work out in the end. And it did because in England there was a huge explosion of just... Uh, people running to Christ and the Holy Spirit did an amazing work and believers went everywhere all over the world. Thousands of people became believers and it was in part because of these two gentlemen. And so as we go throughout our lives, we need to see and recognize the believers in our own life that are like this. There are Christians that are being slaughtered throughout the world right now. And yet we can know that the same God in the Old Testament it was in the New Testament, is also the same God now. He is standing at the right hand of the Father. He is calling out to us. He is there guarding us. He is there helping us. And as we can see in Psalm 119, as we just talked about, His love and kindness is there. He is there to help us. And if we just stay focused on Him, who cares what the princes persecute us? Who cares what's going on? Because we know that 
our hearts stand in awe of his words. So I would put before you today, believers who are on fire for Christ, who are standing in defiance against the world today, is more evidence of a God of the Old Testament, of the New Testament, is the same today. But I am willing to say more than just that. We have scripture backing up that there will be a God in the future who will act in such a way. And so I I am here to tell you today that we have scripture in the Old and the New Testament telling us of what Jesus Christ will be and what he will do in the end. And I am so excited to share this and show this to you. But before that, I want to just throw it out there. Our Blessed Hope podcast Bible verse of the day. And I'm so excited for it. So with that said, here's that. And then we're going to jump into what Jesus will be doing. And, and the description of the Bible, what he says that he will be doing and how he is now. So with that, here's our podcast Bible verse of the day. Today's podcast Bible verse is Galatians 2, 20 through 21. I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness could be gained through the law, Christ died for nothing. And that was our podcast Bible verse of the day. I absolutely loved them. Every time I could just I get to hear them and and, and I'll, I'll read them beforehand to see what they're planning um, and my wife when she's planning them and I allow her to do it and it's so unique just to see the hand of God work in her life it's 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 one of the biggest encouragements I have just more evidence to prove that our God is an amazing God so yes. But with that said, let's jump back into it. We're going into now, we've talked a little bit about some of the people in life who, through legacy, either through like C.S. Lewis and, um, or martyrs, or, and now we're going to talk about real quick, what does the Bible say about what, who Christ, how he will be at the end? And let's do that. So go to Isaiah chapter nine. And let's just read. It's going to be seven verses, though, so don't freak out. But there will be no more gloom for her who is in anguish. In earlier times, he treated the land of Zebulun and the land of Nephtali with contempt. But later on, he shall make it glorious by the way of the sea on the other side of Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. Those who live in the dark land, the light will shine on them. You shall multiply the nation. You shall increase their gladness. They will be glad in your presence as with the gladness of your harvest. As men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For you shall break the yoke of their burden and their staff on their shoulders. The rod of their oppressor as at the battle of Midian. For every boot of the booted warrior in the battle tumult. And cloak rolled in blood will be for burning fuel for the fire. For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. There will be no end to the increase of his government or of peace on the throne of David and over his kingdom 
to establish it and to uphold it with justice and righteousness from then on and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. Oh, how cool is that? Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. Verse 6. Does that sound kind of familiar to you? A child will be born to us. Oh yeah, that's right. That's one of the most quoted Bible verses ever during Christmas. We're, we're, the Christmas is right around the corner. We're already starting to see all the... I mean, Thanksgiving's a week out still, and yet we're, we're seeing all the decorations for Christmas going up. And yeah, this is one of those, a child will be born to us. And I'm here to tell you right now, that child will be the wonderful counselor, which he is right now. He is counseling you and helping you and guiding you. He is the mighty God, which we know he is. And, and, and he has the authority to back that up. He's the eternal father. He was from the beginning to the end. He's the alpha, the omega. He's the prince of peace. He brings peace in our lives. This Jesus is the real deal, folks. In the Old Testament, New Testament, and now we can see this. And now look, turning forward, we see that, that I, I want to just debunk so much of the garbage of Jesus that people have this idea of his head that, oh, he was just this peaceful, loving guy. And, and he was just so kind. And he uh, and the, the descriptions literally remind me of like a 1960s hippie. And um, no, I'm telling you, that's not him. The, the God that we have as a God is of amazing power and authority who loves us intimately, but that does not change his power and authority and his ability to hold that and to be able to show the world. So we're going to go to Revelation now. And John, now mind you, John is a guy who, when Jesus was on earth, he would literally put his head in his um, lap and just listen to him. He was always wanting to be as close as he could to him. And as we could tell throughout scripture, he was. And yet now, as you're about ready to see, John has a different, not opinion of him, but it's definitely a different uh, sensation. I mean, the guy's going to drop down dead uh, from just seeing this. And, 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 and so just check it out. John chapter 9, or sorry, John chapter 1, verses 9 through 18. I, John, your brother and fellow partaker in the tribulation and kingdom and perseverance with which are in Jesus, was on the island called Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice like the sound of a trumpet saying, write in a book what you see and send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, Laodicea. Then I turned to see the voice that was speaking with me. And having turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. And in the middle of the lampstands, I saw one like the son of man, a.k.a. Jesus, clothed in a robe reaching to the, um, the feet and girded across his chest with a golden sash. His head and his hair were white like the white wool, like snow, and his eyes were like a flame of fire. His feet were like a burnished bronze, and when it has been made to glow in a furnace, and his voice was like the sound of many waters. In his right hand he held seven stars, and out of his mouth came a sharp two-edged sword. And his face was like the sun, shining in its strength. When I saw him, I fell at his feet like a dead man. And he placed his right hand on me, saying, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last, the living one. And I was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. And I have the keys of death and Hades. 
Can I get an amen? I, I, I just, I have no, no Bible verses to back this up, but I've always imagined this as, I mean, John just falls to the ground in complete just shock and horror of just going, oh my goodness, I'm a sinner and in, in the presence of a holy God. He's on the ground. He's, um, he's at his feet like a dead man. And then he hears that voice. And he knows that voice. Yeah, it might still sound like that trumpet. But in the end, he, he knows that voice. Not only does he remember that voice, but inside, deep inside, he knows that voice. It's not just from memories of the time that he spent with Jesus on earth. But it's the the earnest light of the spirit that's just burning with passion. Going, this is the one that you wanted. This is it. How I can't wait for that day. And most likely, I will fall down like a dead man. And I will have to get told, do not be afraid. And I'm okay with that. Because when he picks me up, I will be forever no longer worried about what's going on here. People say it all the time. Oh, Christians just want to escape this world. Yeah, yeah. I'm all game on that. All game. There's nothing that I can't have fixed that can't be fixed with the rapture. Nothing. There's no issues I have on this planet right now that cannot be fixed with the rapture happening tonight. So that sounds great to me. I'm ready for this day to let it happen. But we find out so more about who God is. So people might say, well, Jesus was a great God, but he wasn't really God. Well, beg to differ, because we're going to find out real quick what's happening as we speak. But then, what's going to happen in the future? So, he's being worshipped as God. And looks like, sounds like a good idea, because as we're going to see, there's some, there's some authority here. So, go to Revelation chapter 4, we're going to read verses 5 through 11. The throne and the worship of the Creator. So, here we go. Out from the throne came flashes of lightning and sounds and peals of thunder. And there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. And before the throne, there was something like a sea of glass, like crystal. And in the center and around the throne, four living creatures full of eyes in front behind. The first creature was like a lion. The second creature like a calf. The third creature had a face like that of a man. And the fourth creature was like a flying eagle. And the four living creatures, each one of them having six wings, all full of eyes around and with him, and day and night, they did not cease to say, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God, the Almighty, who was and who is and who is to come. And when the living creatures gave glory and honor and thanks to him, who sits on the throne, to him who lives forever and ever, which is Jesus, verse 10, the 24 elders which uh, elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and will worship him who lives forever and ever and will cast their crowns before the throne saying, worthy are you our Lord and our God to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things because you, because of your will, they existed and were created. Well, they're talking about God here. They're talking about Jesus. And as we can read in verse 11, Worthy are you, O Lord, our God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things. So as we're seeing that connection back to Genesis, 
and because of your will they exist and were created. So we see that's I mean that Revelation four here is a perfect example pointing back to Genesis, going, hey, this is the same guy from then, it's the same guy now, and this is John who is seeing this, and guess what? This is happening right now as we speak in heaven. That there is nothing that this is all current. And now there might be people out there who might be saying, well, no, we're not 100% on that because um, we just don't know if he really is the you know, God. Is he really king? Is he really in charge? Well, let's go find out, shall we? Revelation chapter 19. We're going to read verses 11 through 16. And I saw heaven open and behold a white horse and he who sat on it is called faithful and true. And in righteousness, he judges and wages war. We're going to pause right there. This guy is, who is Jesus, is being called faithful and true. How can you be faithful and true unless you have been faithful throughout the beginning and you've been true throughout the beginning and you have been faithful through in the middle and you have been true in the middle and now this is the end and are you still being faithful and true? Well, guess what? You can only do it. That's why I love the term faithful and true. You can't be faithful if you've messed up. You messed up one time, you're no longer faithful. You're not. You're no longer true if you messed up one time. If you got a little bit of a lie in a story, well, guess what? It's not true. If you're a little bit unfaithful, guess what? You're not faithful. The same thing goes here, guys. And gals, I should say that. Faithful and true. And in righteousness, he judges and wages war. Well, sounds like when he comes back, he's kicking butt. That reminds me a lot about what Mr. Beaver said in Lion King. Uh, uh, Lion King, excuse me. The lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. Who said anything about safe? Of course he isn't safe, but he's good. He's the king, I tell you. And you know what? That quote always reminds me of this right here. So let's keep moving forward. Verse 12. His eyes are a flame of fire, and on his head are many diadems. And his name written on him, which no one knows except himself. He is clothed with a white robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies which are in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, were following him on white horses. I just want to point out right now, if you are a believer, that will be you. If you are a Christian in the rapture, you're coming back. That's you he's talking about. Just, just want to point that out. There might be a lot of people who say, no, that's not true. Um, yes, it is. And we will be discussing that in season two. But I digress. Let's keep moving forward. Verse 14. I'll reread it. And the armies which are in heaven clothed in fine linen, white and clean, are following him on white horses. From his mouth comes a sharp sword, so that with it he may strike down the nations, and he will rule them with a rod of iron. And he treads the winepress of the fierce wrath of God, the Almighty. And on his robe and on his thigh he has a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. Jesus has a tat. <laughs> King of kings and Lord of lords. How cool is that? This guy has a tattoo stating, just, just in case you didn't believe all the people stating it, he's here to tell you that he actually does. How cool is that? I, I, I absolutely just love it. Nevertheless, We need to remind ourselves continuously that our Lord and Savior, Jesus, is all about loving us. But if you are against him, if you are not saved, well, then guess what? 
You've got an issue. You need to have him. So I would encourage you to find him and be there with him and, 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 and have that encouraging connection that he has. So hopefully we're, we're going to kind of start wrapping things up here. Part one, we talked about God, Jesus, the spirit, the Trinity was the same then as it is in the New Testament, which we saw in part two, we saw the, the, the consistency of him and his authority and who he is. And we've been able to debunk a lot of the garbage of, oh, he was just a good guy. And oh, well, God changed from the Old Testament to the New Testament. Now we've realized that's not true. Now we see in the modern times that God still has not changed. He requires us to come to him if we are to get to heaven. When he said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He was talking also about you today. If you don't have him, you don't have the way. If you don't have him, you don't have the truth. If you don't have him, you don't have the life. You are dead. You are dead in your transgressions. You have sinned because we know that all people have sinned and fallen short of his mark. Sin literally means it's an accuracy term in archery to say you've missed the mark. So, oh, I didn't get a bullseye. I sinned. Well, guess what? You didn't hit the bullseye in life. You sinned. So we need him. We need his authority. We need that. And if you are a believer, I want to, and, 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 and actually before we get to the believer, let's, let's finish with the non-believer. I would ask right now that you would just, just pray and, and accept him as your Lord and Savior. And, and it's just a simple prayer and just, just, just pray with me if you, if you feel that he's calling and if he's not, I, I would definitely still tell you to rethink your life. You don't know when you're going. Don't put this off. Lord, Father, Jesus, thank you so much, oh God, for what you did on the cross. Thank you so much, oh God, for what you've done in my life that I have not even known. You brought me here today. But Lord, I need you as my salvation. My, my, I, I need you, oh Father. Please forgive me for my sins. Remember me, oh God. Help me, oh Lord, be better. I ask that you help me turn and, and run to you. Turn and flee from this world and run to you. Thank you, oh Lord. I accept you in my life. I accept your, your, your perfect sacrifice, your perfect life in, in your resurrection. I accept it and, and, I, and, I, and I thank you for it. In your name, Lord Jesus, amen. And if you prayed that now, everything I'm talking to you, uh, talking about now applies to you. So glory be to God. How cool is that? First Thessalonians chapter four and verses 17 through 18. What we are going to talk about now is what we need to understand of what God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy spirit is going to do in our lives. First Thessalonians chapter four, verses 17 through 18. Then when, or then we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore comfort one another with these words. Guys, that's everything of what the blessed hope is all about is knowing that he is there. Titus chapter two, verses 11 through 15. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all men instructing us to deny ungodliness and worldly desires and to live sensibly, righteously, godly in the present age, looking for the blessed hope and the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from every lawless deed and to purify for himself a people for his own possession, 
zealous for good deeds. These things speak and exhort and reprove with all authority. Let no one disregard you. Just want to point out, guys, that our Father, our God, He loves us, and we have a glory and an, a, a, a glorious, glorious meeting coming one day, meeting Him and being able to finally see Him in person. For us who have not met Him in person yet, how cool will that be? I am so stoked. Needless to say, though, we've got work to do here on this planet now, and there are many believers that are they're getting tired. They're getting tired. And this next, this last part, this is to you. This is to you to remind you we are not alone. So with that said, we're going to jump into our final closing remarks of season one. So if you ever think you are alone, no, first off, you are not. You have a father who loves you. You have a, a, this God who not only just loves you, but he is there for you. He, he's done so much for you, you don't even know it. But also, there are believers out there. We're not alone. Keep in the fight. Keep in, keep telling other people about uh, this, this gospel, this amazing gift of Jesus. Keep telling them uh, about what he's done in their life. Keep encouraging other believers. And I'm here. We threw out the call. We blew the horn and people came. They called. They made the, the we, we did the call. They answered. And so I'm going to read what these people have said. And all I did was ask like, Hey, tell me something about Jesus that really encourages you and something just that you want to encourage other believers. And you guys answered so well, so amazingly. And I, I, I can't say thank you enough. So with that said, PJ wrote, I love that Jesus intercedes for me. Amen. I love the fact that he intercedes for me. Shanda wrote, Jesus identifies with every one of our weaknesses and temptations. He knows what we go through. And you know, she's so right because he was fully man as much as he's fully God. He knows what we've gone through. And, and how cool is that? Dave wrote, Jesus' willingness to sacrifice a short-term friendship in adoration for the long-term healing and restoration. He called sin, sin without condemnation or malice, but balanced love and truth in a way we must learn how to emulate. Wow. Amen to that. There's so much. If we could just emulate just a fraction of Jesus, how amazing that would be how this world would look so different. There would be so many more people hating us. <laughs> there are so many Christians out there who need to wake up. Stop acting like zombies. You're alive. Why are you acting like them? <laughs> Emulate our Lord and King. Chris writes, slow to anger and just when he and just when he is angry. And you know what? That, that's so true. Thank goodness he's slow to anger, but thank goodness for his justice. People tend to forget that a lot. They're like, oh, his love and mercy, his love and mercy. No, we need to praise the Lord for his justice because one day he is going to smoke evil. And when he does, glory be, glory be, because he's going to do it justly and he's going to do it right. He'll do it proficiently. And I can't wait to see that. Thomas writes, there is no social judgment. He loves everyone equally and all who are equally important and all are equally important. 
he will leave the flock to retrieve any of us. And you know what? That's so true. There, you guys, there are times and times and times I've heard stories of people saying that I was lost by myself and Christ found me. He will run after, if the one is missing, he'll leave the 99 to go find that one. Meg wrote, his mercy, I am daily humbled to be loved and forgiven and to be called a child of God. Amen. Meg is 100% right. Elizabeth said, he saw and ministered to those society tried very hard not to see. I just think of the blind man at the well. He couldn't even, or the lame man at the well, he couldn't even get into the, the pool. To be healed. No, no, someone else would always jump in. And yet, Jesus went out of his way. I think of all the people that he, he helped heal. Oh, man. Guys, why would you not be in such awe of such an amazing and loving God that he's done that? The fact that he's willing to protect us. Knowing that he's coming back to be the king of kings. He's going to make everything right. Oh man, I'm so stoked for that. Eric wrote, he always pursues the sinner. Amen to that. Because I'm in that category 100%. He pursued me, held me down, hogtied me, and branded me. I'm 100% his and I'm proud of it. And we should all be that. Julie wrote, he is relentless in pursuit of our hearts. And you know, that's so true. So many times people forget that he, he wants to give us the, the, the desires of our heart that are in line with him. So pray, go, Lord, put your desires in my heart. Put me in your will so that when I pray, you're like, yes, this is it. This is what I want you to pray. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Let's do this. But not just that. I just want to point out, thank goodness for the no's. There are times I have prayed for things and God was like, oh, no, believe me. You don't want me saying yes to this. Absolutely not. Do not want a yes for this. Believe me, JL, there's so much better coming. So much better. And amen to that. Daniel wrote his sovereignty. And you know what? That's so true. So many people like to question him. Like, who does he think he is? He's God. He's God. He made it all. He's sovereign. He can call the rules. He's the umpire. He can do it. He can do what he wants. And we need to remember that. We need to give him reverence for what he's done. Elaine wrote, God invites us to have honest and an honest conversation with him even if we're questioning. And you know, that's really true. A lot of people don't, we need to be like Moses. Talk with the man. Talk with our God. Talk to him. He wants to listen and, and, and have that, that, that correspondence. Be like Enoch. Go on walks with him. He was friends. So yeah, I would, I would, I would push you to do that. And finally, I love Linda's, and I put this one last for a reason. His love, incomparable, persistent, and true. That's, I can't say anything else, guys. That's, that's exactly what it is. I mean, his love is so, so true. Finally, I said Linda was last. I was wrong. I have one more. And this one is also, I forgot about, and Merritt wrote this. And, you know, a lot of people forget this. So I'm just going to say it and we'll go from there. His unwavering grace towards those who absolutely do not deserve his love or forgiveness. People forget that we don't deserve it. 
people think, oh, I've been good. Well, you haven't been good enough. So because you haven't been good enough, you don't deserve it. I don't deserve it. Neither do you. We can't be good enough. But how cool is that? We could see the people that were saved in the Old Testament, people that saved in the New Testament, people that are saved now. Guess what? We are all in him. We all have him. Glory be to God for that. Glory be to God. So with that said, I want to just remind you that our God is not just a God of the Old Testament, a God of the New Testament, but he's intimately the same God currently right now. Nothing has changed. Hopefully these three episodes have been able to help that. Now, you might be wondering, well, what are we going to do going forward? And the Blessed Hope podcast, I want to make sure I'm giving you guys 100%, that I'm not going out of my way to do anything that's not 100%. I want, I'm going to be measured for this. I'm going to be um, audited by the Lord one day for this, where he's going like, did you give me 100% when you were doing the Blessed Hope podcast? When you were doing my podcast? And I want to be able to say, yes, I gave you 100%. You had to do the rest, which was a lot. (laughs) I want him to be able to say, yeah, I had to do it. But okay, well done, my good and faithful servant. So with that said, we're taking a little time off. And that is for me to go do interviews, to do more research, and to bring a couple new things coming. We have some very, 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 very big surprises coming in January when we start back up. That does not mean that you, you cannot get a hold of us. If you got questions, concerns, Bible questions, whatever, please get a hold of us at the Blessed Hope Podcast at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at John Luke T. Follow us on Twitter at John Luke T. I'm going to be throwing out their news all the time, um, things that are going on. We're intently watching the Israeli news right now and finding about the elections. I'm pretty sure Benny Gantz sadly might, he might actually form a government, which would not be not be the best. We, Benny really needs to win that one. But hey, either way, glory be to God. No matter what happens, he will have the glory and the honor. And he's in control. In the end, it's it's okay. It's funny. Israel's got the only type of government system right now that doesn't rely on a king. That doesn't rely on someone being in charge of the entire thing. And I find that funny because their king, well, he's on a sabbatical right now. He's coming back him they will say glory be to him one day when they realize who they have pierced but i digress the blessed hope podcast is here for you still so please get a hold of us coming up we're going to have more social media we're going to be on more different avenues so maybe if you want to watch us on youtube or something like that we're going to be trying to hook that up we have something coming um, booklets on training material that we're also preparing i don't want to go too much into it we will go into it later on but I would ask right now that if you could keep this podcast in your prayers as we go forward. We have a lot of decisions to make personally, a lot of decisions to make on this ministry that we're wanting to do. We have a lot of, uh, we, we got a lot to discuss. We got a lot of that we're going to be wrestling with the Lord on and trying to go, okay, where do you want us to go, oh, Father? So I would ask that you be with us. And we are going to be praying for you. So if you've got a prayer request, shoot it out there to us. Let us know. Name in town. Name in town. And if you are okay with uh, parts of it getting out, or maybe just a subject first name, or maybe you don't want anyone to know, that's okay. Let us know. And we'll go from there. Needless to say, I'm going to end it on this. Don't give up. Our blessed hope is coming for us. 
Yeah, you might be tired. Yeah, you might be frustrated. Yeah, you might be going, the world just, everything is going down the tubes. And guess what? You should be excited about that. Because as it goes down in the tubes, we know that it's coming closer to him coming to take us out. Like I've said in other episodes, you hear the da 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 well guess what that's what we're hearing and you have all these people out here going oh what's going on in the world everything's getting worse it's getting bad well if you're a believer guess what you should be going yes yes i'm not happy the world's getting bad but i know this means he's coming back he's going to make all things right so let's be good stewards with what we've been given let's go out there and do it Let's go and preach the word. Let's go tell others. Let's go and love others. Let's go and defend the innocent and the ones who cannot talk. Let's go out there and be the best we can be. So when he comes back, he can go, well done, my good and faithful servants. So with that said, I'm your host, JL. This is the Blessed Hope Podcast and the end of season one. I feel like I'm saying goodbye to a kid going off to college. Oh, thank you so much for being with us. If You've been listening to all the episodes. I just want to say you've been such an encouragement to me. Thank you. We love you guys. And I just I want to end with a big prayer. So let's go with that. Oh, Father, as we end this, this season, we know you hold us in your hands and you love us and you want to take care of us. So I ask right now, God, that you, you would do that. For the listener out there, Lord, you would just... Be with them and let them see how what a marvelous God you are. My own life and my, my family's life, I ask the same thing. Lord, I would allow, I would just ask, please, to take, I, I, I would allow that uh, my life would be changed by your will and the listeners as well. Lord, help me be able to build the next season correctly and, and steal the show. Lord, you just take over right now. Uh, let guide us um, for the interviews and what we're working on and preparing it, O oh Lord, so it's perfect that what you would have. So, oh Father, we praise you and we thank you. And with that said, we joyously and in, in, in all glory and honor, we say thank you. And we end this saying in Jesus' name, the King who was and is and what will be. In your name, Jesus Christ, in your name, my friend, my mentor, my my love, my, my savior, my God, in you, we say amen. So with that said, guys, I'm your host, JL. This is the Blessed Hope Podcast. Have a happy Thanksgiving, a happy New Year, or uh, excuse me, a happy Thanksgiving, a Merry Christmas. A happy new year, and we will see you in 2020. Remember, if you ever want to reach out to the Blessed Hope Podcast, you can. All you have to do is email the Blessed Hope Podcast at gmail.com, the Blessed Hope Podcast at gmail.com. This is your area to send us comments, concerns, questions or maybe you just want to say hi you can also follow us on twitter for daily updates at john luke t at john luke t and with that said let's get back to the episode